Hi and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Sip and Chat. With us, the usual gang, uh, the Low Strengths team here. Uh, due to the COVID-19 restrictions, you know, we decided to do the Sip and Chat virtually. So, the discussion this evening is on the situation that happened last week. Um, what we want to know is, you know, do you, do you all think that we are in a crisis? You know, um, if we're not there yet, are we heading there? Uh, with regards to the violent protests and those kind of things that happened in Port of Spain. Um, you know, I mean, what's the root cause of this, this situation? What, what, is, what is really the fuel to this fire? Um, you know, and how can that be prevented in the future? You know, all the guys are here and um, I think we could start off with Kovel, get his opinion and start the baller rolling. Hey, thanks, Kian. I mean, it's nice to be back in Sip and Chat. It's been a while, so it's great to have the ball rolling. And with a topic such as this, that's trending. Everybody seems to be talking about it. Now, you asked questions there that um, different areas you could start the ball rolling in the sense that you're asking if we're in a crisis and what is your root cause. You know, those are heavy questions and a lot of people will have different opinions on what it is. But if we're being objective, and understand that we live in a globalized world. We'll understand that what is happening around the world right now as it pertains to, or as it relates to police brutality, could have been, you know, the trigger. And if we're being objective again, through IG and the social media time that we are in, I will say that inspired what happened last week. You know, I mean, in my mind, Stevie Wonder could have seen that the next police killing in Trinidad and Tobago whether justified or not, could have been the catalyst for demonstration. I don't know what your your what what are some of your views. Chef, how you feel about that? What's, what's your take on that? Well, as a political not political student, but a student of, of society, um, I will throw my mind back to some of the footage we'd have seen years ago. Um, I remember one in particular with Marcia Henville, rest in peace when she was up there in, um, I think it was the Beta area, mm -hmm. where there was a serious standoff between the National Security Forces and the um, residents there. And it was the same thing they had to use, um, I guess warning shots or whatever to keep the crowd abated, but it was a very tense situation. Um, we've been down this road before in terms of the residents blocking the highway, is it the Beta Highway as well? So. In my opinion, this has been going on for a while. Um, I would call it a crisis, and I think we've been here a while now, and we really need to address um, not just the residents, but the society as a whole. Because if we continue down this road, and um, I have to agree with Kovel that maybe it was indeed inspired by what we were seeing on social media, what was happening in the United States there, but um, whether or not, the fact is that we've been here before, and we are here again. So we can't just keep repeating. We have to try something a little different this time. So, so is this is this a is this a case of neglect? You think it's neglect? It's it's added frustration. Is is what? Well, you think about it. It's hard to have the conversation and not include the the political side of it. But I am adamant that if we are addressing crime, we must depoliticize crime. It is indeed a social issue. And definitely, I would have to say some neglect. But we as a society, we, we tend to broad brush it. Eh? 
I mean, we know that the, the negative elements are just but a small fraction, but somehow they seem to be highlighted. I'm sure the majority of people up there are standing citizens trying to do their best. But when it's highlighted in the media like this, we tend to see only one side. And we tend to have a formal opinion of the entire area. But I think we need to open up. We need to, to do like David Rudder said back in the day, you know, love until here we come. We really need to go up there and inspire and teach and reach the young people and um, make some changes. It's not too late. So on the topic of, because um, the Prime Minister would have announced that he is he um, created a, a committee to uh, help deal with these issues, not just in, in Lavantil and, um, and these areas, but all the other areas that um, we, we deem, you know, the hotspots, even though he says he doesn't like to use that term. Um, do you believe that that would actually make a difference? And, and the reason why I'm asking that is because we've had so many programs that have been introduced to these communities, so many things that have been um, presented to them as opportunities to, to uplift and alleviate the issues, but they seem to not reach the root cause. So, I mean, at the end of the day, is it, what 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 do you think is some of the solutions that we can put forward? And not just you, I mean, we are the rest of the group here. We have uh, Vaughan, we have Anthony, there's also Rossi and Cleon on the inside tonight. So, you know, we could probably get their views also. One of the things that I think needs to be done is that there needs to be some degree of active listening. We have had programs that seem to come out of thin air. There may be some degree of listening before it is done, but there has to be a lot more open dialogue where you're not only bringing in experts into the community, you actually have people from the community being able to talk among themselves. Additionally, you have, you add that to, ex, you add that to some ex, some degree of experts taking it in and letting them speak and letting them give their own interpretation so that there's a direct channel from them, from those who live in communities like that to the rest of the population. So you actually hear their voices, you hear their perspectives. I agree. Okay. And what I was saying is that the question you was asking, Kion, is like the root cause. And Chef and Beach are, are on, on point in the sense of being active listeners and as well as depoliticizing crime. But the reason why I said that it was social media inspired and what's going on around the world is that if you look at the root cause that may have sparked what happened last week, it had to do with the killings, the police killings. All right. And we have to be careful not to discuss parallel realities of the marginalizing society in the sense that we could go on and on and if the conversation shifts about what we could do like politically or the committee that was formed i think we lose in the essence of what was the real issue at hand so a lot of people making comparisons with the states and really and truly, it's different contextually, but there is one overarching theme, and that has to deal with police brutality and the, 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 the police actually executing the duties of the understanding of jurisprudence and not really going through cowboy justice. 
you know, and I think that is what really sparked it. And I think we need to start from there. The standoff really is between the so-called marginalized in society against the police. I don't want us to deviate and go and start to talk about the um, other issues because there are a lot of issues. But once we draw that parallel, it will be difficult for us to stay on task on what the real issue that sparked the protest last week was. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So, um, anybody else want to share their views on that? On that? On that? You know, what the root cause of this was? Go on. Well, to answer your first question, um, if we think, I kind of agree with Kevin, Chef, um, in that we are in a crisis but it has become normalized and we we sort of get used to to this to this kind of crisis but but it's still a crisis and it could get worse um in terms of what Kovel said the police brutality is a real factor and we can't um run away or or dismiss the fact that some citizens think that the police are right in what they're doing but at the end of the day, once we draw that line, as Kovel say, they cannot be judge and executioner and everything like that. Because the law states is they're innocent until proven guilty. So we have to watch what the police are doing and the road that they're going down. All right. So so let me be devil's advocate a little bit here, right? Um, we watch what the police is doing, but do we also, as citizens, have to take responsibility for our behavior and our actions? Yeah, well, of course. That's a rhetorical question, Kian. <laughs> no, no, it might seem like that, but um, in today's society, where it is you find that a lot of people can justify wrong, um, um, I don't think right. I to justify the wrong. Huh? You see, what is happening? Because crime, as Kevin mentioned, is being politicized. A lot of people just tuning in on the murder rates when crime, as we know, is more than just murders. And because of what is happening, the country has become somewhat desensitized to killing and whatnot. So that we have reached the point where that when we hear that the police kill somebody, we automatically stereotype them or label them as a criminal and we glad yes it's best the police clean up the place and you know and that is champion championing the police in the malpractice if you understand what i'm saying we have become so numb to it that when we hear police killing it's like yes finally another one gone good clean it up well done go gary get them gary you understand and once we have the police taking the law into their own hands without following proper procedure we opening the, the door to what happened last week but that that comes that also comes from years of the failure of the justice system. Where of course, of course. People being arrested and in years in jail for years, remanded for years, and no convictions. And that is one of the other parallel realities I was talking about. So you understand, <laughs> it's yeah. a it's a very multifaceted issue. It's not just one dimensional. We could just talk about this and problem solve. It's something that I have to be attacked from a broad, holistic level. But if we're looking at the root cause, I still stick to what I said previously. I wanna, I wanna jump back in with 
the question Kieran asked there because he was asking about our role. I want to use the example of my village library, right? We would have staged some of the most organized protests in terms of getting our roads repaired and jobs on the plant and whatnot down in La Bitcode. Uh, we'd have blocked roads, we'd have burnt tires, we'd have been given the, the police and national security hell. They out a fire here, we light a fire there. When I say we, I mean the villager, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my next question, eh, man? <laughs> no, you saying we? The point I'm trying to make is that for all the years, us Labby residents protested and burned tires. No riot police ever came and shot tear gas at us. No one came with, you know, automatic rifles or black rubber bullets or whatever to, to shoot at the crowd. And the crowd, I would tell you, was very vociferous and very antagonistic, but we we were not met with that kind of force there, right? I don't know if Cleon as a South man would have seen some things like that playing off, but police in South don't approach, I have to say, um, rowdy crowds in the manner that they did up there. I, I, I understand what you're saying, Chef, but um, I think it was just a different type of crowd. And um, I think the anger of the crowd I mean, there's one thing to be upset because your roads aren't paved. It's another because someone was killed. And it wasn't just one life. It was three, you know? And they believe it's something that has been happening way too often. And it isn't something that has been addressed correctly. So as a result of that, their anger kind of spilled out. Now, having said that, I don't think that they went about it the correct way. Because there's a lot of innocent people that would have gotten involved when they didn't have to. I mean, the pelting of bottles at vehicles, the burning of tires, the way they did it. I mean, they, they went about it very aggressively. And the police had no choice but to match their aggression. So I think that was part of the problem, right? And um, I think we also need to look at it from the police perspective as well because I understand the villagers are frustrated but it wasn't just in Laventil, right? It was in different parts of Trinidad and I think there were a lot of bandwagoners as well who saw this as an opportunity just to get at the police, right? And they weren't really for the cause but they just wanted it as, um, as Trinidad like to do. We jump on the wagon. So, you know, Cleon, let me ask, let me ask a question. Uh, what do you think was the fuel for the aggression in the protests? Well, as I said, it, it's the loss of lives, you know? I mean, once you take a life, it, it's, it's, it's treated differently, especially when it's one of your own, from your own village. It's someone you know. It, there's, there's a big difference when it is it's something you're seeing on the TV or on um, any social media platform. But when it hits close to home, it's somebody you know, it's something you can relate to, it's different. And as a result of that, they treated it differently. Because as um, Chef said, it's something that has happened many times before, but this time it was, I, I don't know, it was like it was just too raw for them. And when they saw how America started to deal with it, they thought this was the best way to do so as well. Hmm. We, I agree. We have to um, I, hear, I hear you saying that how when they saw America, 
but to me as far as I can remember, every time the people of this area or the surrounding areas have a problem, the result of this type of behavior where they block the roads, the, 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 the going against the police, and maybe um, the, the social media had a little part to play in it, but this has been a norm, just as you always say, they always result to doing this, blocking the roads, and putting other people's lives at risk. So, how you could just say it's just the social media? I don't think so. Well, like, I, I don't I, think I, it I, just I, reached to that point, eh, Rusty. I think I think it's 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 levels of frustration that would get you there. Um, from this, any sense that okay, um, you try and talk to your MP, you try and talk to whoever is in in, on, in control on a on a regular level, and they don't hear you. You know, um, and then you try again, and they don't hear you, and then something happens, and you try again, and they don't take you on. Eventually, you're gonna reach a point where the bucket is full, and the only way that you can get that attention is by lashing out. Yeah, I agree because um, we don't know how many levels they went through before it reached that stage. We don't know if they went to police complaints authority for months or, or however long. We we just seeing all the negative things becoming a norm. We don't know what levels, as Kian say. Um, they went through before it reached the stage. So, the other right, thing, so, so, go ahead, Anthony. Sorry, my apologies. The other thing that we have to also consider is that while Cleon did say that they might have gone about it the wrong way, the thing is, when you're angry, there's no right way in expressing your anger. Right? Okay. There's no right way in expressing your outrage. It could be said that there's no right way. So, for instance, your anger and outreach could be spilling over in the form of blocking roads. There may be people in the midst of it who might be on wildness and would tell people's cars, rob people, see it as an, as an opportunity. But over and above that, there's no, you can't regulate anger, you can't regulate frustration, you can't regulate genuine sorrow or sadness. But, but agreed, Anthony, what we have to remember too, fellas, is that yo, the disenfranchised and marginalized people in any society, any any society will always react differently based on the circumstances of the environment. You see, because most people cannot identify or relate to what they are going through on a daily basis. And I heard Chef talk about how they had such an organized protest and whatnot. Then that points to leadership who is actually organizing and all of that. And on top of that, we have to look at the protest culture of Trinidad and Tobago. From the time something happened, the first thing people like to do is block the road. So when you look at all of those things, you have to take those things into consideration. So how, how do a... we... Go ahead. But I have a question though. Um, I do understand bru um, police brutality is wrong. And it is something that we need to address in society. But um, as I believe it was Chef who mentioned it um, before, about police being judge and jury, and the people doing the same thing when they assume that the police killed these um, these youths incorrectly. That was what I said, right? But um, what, what I mean by that, sorry, is that aren't we also being judge and jury when it is that we are saying that the police were wrong in what they did. 
Well, based on the video that was presented, um, that that is what that is that, that they will be going based on that information. But yeah, get out there away from the court of public opinion, boy. That will always be around, boy. Yeah. No matter what you do. And then you see the next thing too is that um, police seem to be held in a higher esteem in terms of responsibility, in terms of their training, what they what they are taught to do. So people yeah. expect. And I think to a point, they kind of forget that, you know, it's humans you're dealing with and the sense of fear and all of that still exists. So when you see a police badge or you see a police thing across the chest, you know, we see, for some reason in your mind, because as a child growing up, you think a police is a superhuman person. You know, it's supposed to be this person that is grand and superman, and, but they're human too. Um, so when an incident like that happens, the fact that it, the, the human factor <laughs> goes away and we just look at that person as you know police that that's supposed not supposed to do any wrong make any mistakes that kind of thing but my 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 question now is how is this going to be prevented in the future how are we going to um avoid something like this taking place again is it possible chef waiting why this thing is a real slippery slope, you know. Because in my same example there with we we in Labi would not be met with the same force that the 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 protesters up there were met with. Um you have to remember police are human too, as as, as you're rightly saying. And they knowing that they're going into an environment that is reputed to be full of um or what we have seen in social media, men advertising the, the high powered rifles and the guns. I mean, knowing that you're going to face people that may be armed and dangerous, <laughs> you know, you're going in with a certain mentality to survive. I've been reading on social media, people saying police, either they kill them or be killed. I mean, I find it was a bit extreme, but we have to kind of had some balance there. But in terms of approaching it, I think we have to deal with the, with the levels. As we say, we have to go in there and start the conversation with the people. We have to find out how they are being treated the lady who, who balling, only too wicked. She didn't mm. just upset the empire and dress and come outside and say that. It's yes, these people have been saying the same thing. The police treat them differently. The police go in there and, and shoot first and ask questions after. Right? So, in terms of solutions, I definitely think we have to have that conversation with the residents up there. Right? We need to go in there and treat with the people as people. Treat human beings as human beings. They have a voice, find out their needs, find out what they want. And yes, there'll be miscreants up there. Yes, there'll be deviant ones, people who just want badness and anarchy. But there's a way to treat with them as well. How is that way? Perfectly, perfectly. Have a stronger conversation. Have a stronger conversation. Because, I mean, I believe it goes deeper than just talking to them, though, because... You know, as as Kavel said, it's it's a it's a onion with layers of different issues, and conversation is just one part of it. You know, the action needs to happen, the the um the negotiations and the discussions with regards to what is reality, what can happen from what can't happen. You know, that is important. So. We need to look at the next generation as well. Eh? I mean, we heard the Prime Minister yeah. would have spoke 
written last week about the, the initiatives they would have had up there. Um, but we need to really reach the schools, reach the youths. So by the time the, the next generation comes up, you know, they would be in a proper headspace. We have to look at the social conditions and the conditioning of the young people. And, you know, take it bit by bit. There's only one way to eat an elephant, eh? and that is one bite at a time. And no once again, the rest, of the, com the rest of the society needs to assist and not just treat them as the white elephant in the room. Correct. And we yeah, also correct. have to talk, once again, as I mentioned previously, leadership. Who are the young people looking up to in their community? The so-called community leaders. Ooh. So we have to look at what, that's what I say, it's not just one, one, you attack one area and you feel yourself, but it's like a whole plan. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, Hi, gentlemen. Say, it's many layers and maybe too much to cover within this short period we have here. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, so, so then, is it that, I mean, to answer the question, the original question that, that was asked, are we in a crisis? Do you all think that we are in a crisis, are we? Is this some, this, so then this is something that can be managed over time then? And it's, we're not we're not in crisis mode. We're not abandoning ship and flying out because you know things real bad. Uh, we we're not necessarily in a crisis, but we could take a a crisis approach to address it quickly and deal with it in the shortest possible time. Right? People are people. They need love. They need care. They need to know people look out for them. I mean, we would have um we would have taken part in the Empower program. And we'd have been speaking to some of the youths and we've seen those raw emotions come out when they realize, wow, you know, they just need somebody to know that. They just need to know somebody cares about them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I mean, and, 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 that, and that's the good thing about low strengths being active um, in, in, in our area um, in terms of upliftment of men and, you know, the betterment of, of, of our generation, generations to come. You know, we we are setting that 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 standard and I hope that it continues where you know we continue to mentor, we continue to get young people involved and do our best to, to make Trinidad and Tobago, you know, the best that it can be. So with that I would like to say thanks for everybody taking part this evening this was a very heavy topic and um but you know everybody gave their views and it was it was it was well done well done well done gentlemen welcome back to, um, to sip and chat and we look forward to the next session look forward to your feedback as well you know if you all need more content like this, let us know. You know, Los Gens is not afraid to address it. Tell us what you think. Give us your opinion. If you disagree with what was said here, if you agree, let us know. Like, follow, share this conversation. And let's keep the conversation going. Let's see how we can help. Let's be part of the solution and not just part of the problem. All right. <laughs>